Welcome to episode 184 of A Lot of Things. I'm Carl Sardella. I'm your host, and this is the solo edition of the podcast. First off, thank you so much for listening on all the different devices you're listening to this podcast on, because it seems like a ton of you are listening to it in your car or on your Echo. Um, that's what all the stats say. I don't know if they're right. They seem right. So hello in your car, in your kitchen, wherever you're listening to this. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is the podcast where I bring you a bunch of entertainment, as well as in 2019, our new format is the things that enrage us as well, entertain us, enrage us, and things that evolve us or hopefully make us think about ourselves, the world, the universe, and everything in it. And that is helpful because, wow, we only got one chance at this, people. Let's do it. And you know what? I started last podcast off with enrage, and I'm going to do that again just to get rid of it so we can get rid of this vitriol that you can obviously hear my voice. Because I just finished watching the thing I'm going to talk about. And the thing is, the shark song. Are you familiar with this? It's on the YouTube. It's one of those kid songs. In quotes. It's weird as F. Wait. Since when do I censor myself? Well, maybe because a kid will listen to this? I don't know. It's from Pink Fong. And they have a bunch of videos. And I think uh, they're bad for the world. Let me break down why this song is dumb, uh, but on top of that, why it shouldn't be around. First off, the shark song has 2 billion views. I think there's other versions of it, obviously, with hundreds of millions. The one I was looking at had 2 billion views. That's 2 billion kids potentially dumber or not as smarter is how they would say it because they become dumber anyways uh the song i'm gonna break it down real quick in the beginning it's all talking about mommy shark baby shark daddy shark they're doing the family right and they're essentially ripping off the five finger family song because it's a repetitive song that gets in the kids heads they just want to hear it over and over again until the parents are like we need to throw this disc man out the window no one's using a disc man but you know what i'm saying we need to shut it off People still have those DVDs uh, players and like embedded in cars, right? That's still a thing. We need to take, rip out the seat and throw it out the window. Well, that would that be difficult? The point is, they start off with singing all the family stuff, like these songs do. Mommy Shark 2. I'm not going to do it. It's addictive. There's a girl and a boy in it. And the boy, at some point, I feel like he's just phoning it in. He's not even saying do, 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 do. He's like just mouthing nothing. And then at some point, after they've introduced all the shark family, they say, let's go hunt. So now I'm thinking, they're the sharks. They're going to go hunt people. But no, then their next line is, run away, do-do-do, whatever. So they were obviously going after to attack the family of sharks? Kids, that's not smart. What are you doing? And then they say, safe at last, because they got away from the sharks. Because why were they attacking him in the first place? Because that's mean. So not only is this a dumbass song, a repetitive song, which means the kids are going to want to hear the repetitive dumbness, it also doesn't make any sense logically. And it isn't a good idea to go chase sharks, kids. So don't do it. And also, I mean, come on. We're already mean to 
tons of animal life on this planet. You can have little kids being all cocky, singing a song about they're going to go attack sharks. That shark might eat you up, kid. And also, don't phone it in with that doot, doot, doo to do. If you're going to go for it, go for it. Two billion views enrages me. Let's rip off a five-figure family. Anyways, I'm glad we got that out of the way. No one go there. No one go to what I just said. Don't look for it. If your kid's listening to it right now, um, just turn it off. There's like a thousand other things they can watch and learn from. Oh, jeez. Okay, we should switch to entertaining because that, it's good though because now it's, it's out of my system. Jamie XX is like a DJ, but the reason I bring him up is because his music video for Gosh is incredible. It's so simple and weird, and there's actually like a making of the music video on YouTube as well, so look for that. Uh, and it's just, what's the word? Haunting? No. Just it mesmerizing. Yeah, that's it. And you don't even know why you feel like these kind of feelings from it. And it's just like a really interestingly weird video. Go watch it. Jamie XX Gosh. And the song is very cool as well. Um, some of his other stuff is kind of more DJ electronic that I wouldn't get into. But man, that Gosh song. I mean, but Gosh, that Gosh song really got to me. A movie pick for you. The favorite, if you haven't seen it, it is excellent. Emma Stone, Rachel Wise, who I haven't seen for a while, and Olivia Coleman, who I couldn't put my finger on where she's from because she's excellent in it, uh, but she was in the British version of The Office. She was in Hot Fuzz, The Lobster, which is a weird, weird movie, but I like it, Broadchurch, which was depressing, but she was very good in it, and she was in Peep Show, which is a British funny show. Um, so she was in a lot more things than I thought. Uh, she's awesome, Olivia Coleman, and the favorite is its own thing. It really is its own kind of storytelling, its own kind of directing, uh, and I don't want to say much about it. I just want you to watch it. I think it's, like, really good. So the favorite is definitely a pick. It's a favorite of mine. Moving on to Vice, uh, that's a movie that's in the theaters, I think, still. I checked it out, and it's it's okay, I kind of was super excited for a little bit of the tongue-in-cheek stuff and the weirdness that um, Adam McKay would bring to it, but I don't think I got what I was looking for. It just felt like, yeah, I know this stuff, and Christian Bale, dude, you are Dick Cheney, got it. And Will, oh wait, Will Ferrell is producing it, yeah. Uh, why is Brad Pitt on the producer list? I think if you just throw money at things, it just becomes a thing. Uh, it's part of Gary Sanchez production. So, um, but yeah, like Steve Carell, he's still Steve Carell. It goes back to that thing we talked about, me and Kupikins, on this podcast, where if you're famous enough, or at least right now, like hot enough and in so many different things, you're like, that's just Steve Carell. Like, I can't, no, it's not anybody else. So, yeah, um, a little let down by Vice. And I think it comes back to that expectation thing. Uh, my expectations were kind of high, riding kind of high. And I think if you just lower them a bit, you'll have a good time. Uh, they do a couple little tricks in the movie that are fun and different that I haven't seen before. 
but and Sam Rockwell is actually I really like him as Bush. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a seven in my head because it's doing some cool things, but it didn't like blow me away. So that's my quick thoughts on Vice. Um, favorite though, geez Louise, real good. All right, let's just jump to a quick evolve and then we're out. A quick one before our live show, which this will go up probably tomorrow. So there's one more day before our live show, which, by the way, is Thursday, January 10th at 9 p.m. at the Rendezvous. I think the room is pretty full right now, but it's free. So just come on in and it's downstairs in the grotto. Just stand near the back and have a good time laughing at um, the things we do on stage. Hopefully. And hopefully laughing with us. Not just laughing at, like, look at this thing. Whew. That is a funny thing to look at. Uh, yeah, hopefully you make you laugh with us. January 10th, 9 p.m., Seattle, Washington, Rendezvous. So, Evolve. Um, I have a couple. But first off, Lucid Dreaming. I have not talked about it in this podcast enough. I definitely want to talk about it with guests, which we have plenty of, and I'll tell you our lineup soon at the end of this episode. Lucid dreams are crazy. I have a lot of them. I think there are definitely skills and ways to like make them happen. Quick uh, pro tip for you is on Spotify, they have tons of lucid dreaming playlists. And some of them are just about like the theta and beta waves and stuff. But some of them, I think, kind of know when to come on and make a little bit louder noises to kind of awaken you in your dream. So check out Spotify, Lucid Dreaming. I just put Lucid Dreams, and I search for playlists. So check that out. Um, I recently had one where I was shot, and I thought it was going to be really bad. But then I realized it was like a screw in my leg, like a, a nut and a bolt or whatever. And I had to just like unscrew the little washer thing and just pull it out. And it was like kind of fine. And I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought, which is huge because that's I'm thinking about all the stuff that I got going on in my life. And I'm always like, oh, this is potentially everything is over because there are a lot of bad stuff that happens to people, people listening right now, uh, myself. But lots of times I think we do go extreme with it and or we can and we go like, wow. We worry so much about it or so intense feelings about something and it's just going to pass. Like it's just going to be over. If it's a bad thing, it'll be over at some point and a new section of your life will start. So I feel like that's what that was telling me. Uh, I thought it was going to be a big deal, but it turns out in your dreams sometimes if you get shot, it's okay. You just have to unscrew it and take it out. And I also had a dream about digital sheets of paper which I think they're making now, like the foldable kind of digital paper that looks like digital display and can change, etc. But it had like my whole life on it and everybody had them. They had their little digital like memories and like your whole history, which is interesting because I'm actually just re-watching right now um, The Good Life, which uh, I was recommended on this podcast to go check out. And or oh, the good place. Yeah, the good place. And um, it kind of reminds me of that and the fact that there's like a little bit of a scorecard in that show. In my dream, there was these digital pieces of paper 
that had my whole thing on it. And I just really liked that feeling. And I woke up and was like, oh, I don't have that. Because it'd be cool to see. I'm actually slowly building something like that where I have a... <laughs> I've got problems. I have a thing where I'm writing down all of my memories. Because I know they go. And so I'm trying to like capture them all. And maybe it's about that project but it was just really cool how it was so complete and so done and everybody just was like oh yeah of course just check your digital sheet so yeah I don't know that's kind of an evolved thought and what are your thoughts on lucid dreaming and memories why don't you let me know O-N-A-W-A on Twitter Onawa or a lot of things pod I'll reply to both of those and also at some point we should do like an email or some comments section somewhere but for now, we do not have that. Use Twitter. And if you don't use Twitter, then um, I don't know. <laughs> Just say hi when you see me at the show, on the live show. Hey, a couple of things before I leave. Uh, actually, just one. It's going to go down the run-up of the next few guests we have. Because we have a bunch. And I started doing the online version with Google Hangouts. And it's okay audio-wise. So I'm going to move it over to OBS probably next. And at some point, hopefully someday in the future, in 2019, we'll get back to a studio. But this way, I'm able to do a ton of podcasts with a ton of people that I either know or want to talk to because the internet. And speaking of which, uh, I have my buddy Damon Brown coming up who has a new book out. And he's sending me a physical copy and I get to read it. We'll talk to him soon. Uh, Joe Lammert uh, works at Indie Game Studio. We'll talk to her soon. Uh, Heather Frank, who I used to work with back in the day in the 2009s and 10s doing video stuff. Uh, she has a podcast called Such a Good Day with Sarah Lane. You should check out. She'll be on the show early uh, 2019. And then, yeah, just a ton of other people lined up for January. So we have a lot of podcasts discussions coming up. I'm going to leave you with this. Don't go watch that shark song, but you can tell everybody to not watch it as well. Just don't watch it. By me saying don't watch it, you're going to go watch it. Okay, you're allowed to watch it once. Then get mad and then tell every other, like, parents to never, ever show it to their kids. Okay, next episode is my buddy Chaz Baz. That's 185. And that'll be up next. See you after our live show. Or maybe I'll see you at the live show. Come out just to say hi and talk about the podcast. You know what I'm saying? All right, bye.